Thank you for tuning in to the Limitless Experience with Eric. Before I get started on this recap and review episode for Power Season 6, Episode 2, I want to send a thank you to all of my listeners. I appreciate everything. To all of my listeners in the Republic of Lithuania, thank you for tuning in. Shout out to my listeners in Canada, thank you for tuning in. Shout out to my listeners in California, thank you for tuning in. Shout out to my second biggest market, Las Vegas, Nevada. I appreciate all of you guys for listening to me. Shout out to my listeners in Florida. I appreciate you guys for listening to me. Shout out to my listeners in Texas. I appreciate you guys. Shout out to my listeners in Minnesota. And last but not least, I want to send a big thank you to each and every last one of my listeners in my home state of New Jersey. I appreciate you guys for listening to me as well. Also, thank you to everyone who sent me encouraging emails. It's all appreciated. Thank you so much. Now let's get started. The Trey Songs intro is still whack. It's not going to grow on me. 50 Cent, please change it back to Joe on behalf of everybody who ever watched Power, ever. So we open up with Tommy's Mustang being towed away as Ghost watches on sadly thinking that he actually killed Tommy. Then he pays Jason a visit to pay him the money that he owes him. And thinking that Tommy is dead, Ghost attempts to call a truce with Jason, but Jason was a heron. He puts the hammer to Ghost's chin and demands more cash not to retaliate against him. Now hold up. Stop my time. <laughs> is Jason really about that life? I mean, is he really that threatening to anybody at all, ever? Out of Lobos, Milan, and Jason, Jason seems to be the least likely to do anything that looks anywhere near street. He looks more like a financial advisor to me. I don't think he about that life. I'm going to need to see him put some work in before I could really believe he out here like that. Young Ghost, a.k.a. Tariq, is out on campus doing everything that Kanan taught him to. I thought homie that his friend brought in was Popo for sure, and Tariq read that fast and sent homie up out of here. Then he hit his mans off with a pack and said, get this off and then come back to me. He's about to be worse than Kanan and Ghost. Tommy gets the new supply off to his crew, tells them to get that work off and keep their mouth shut about whether or not he's alive, but him and 2-Bit are not saying eye to eye. And we'll get back to that in predictions. Now, Agent Donovan and Sergeant Rosie Perez, oops, my bad, I mean Sergeant Rodriguez, attempt to question Tasha about Silver and Angela. But Tasha tosses her way out of that situation, as she has done on many different occasions. But Rosie Perez, I mean Sergeant Rodriguez, was not backing down. She was going toe-to-toe with Tasha the entire time. Now to my new favorite on-screen duo, Paz and Sax. By the way... Who lets a non-government agent see and touch government information that she should not have any access to? But that's just how TV works. Sachs lets Paz know that there's going to be a freeze on Angela's benefits. Then it hits Paz that she won't be able to pay for the funeral. Now she's going to need some help with that. How convenient. Ghost and Tasha have a divorce arbitration. And Tasha's gold-digging ass asks for half of everything. She must be out her goddamn mind. She ain't getting half of nothing. After the meeting, Ghost attempts to convince Tasha to show up to Angela's funeral with him just so nothing looks out of place. Tasha hesitates, but then she agrees. But she also senses that something is off with Ghost after she mentioned Tommy's name to him. So her curiosity brings it to Lala's apartment. I know her name is Keisha, but she out of control right now. She gonna find herself laying right next to Holly if she don't keep her snides out of Ghost and Tommy's business. She damn near just told Tommy to try to kill Ghost again. 
I knew it would be problems when Tasha and Lala saw each other, and right on point, Lala slams the door right in Tasha's face. Side note, why in the heck do Tommy still got Keisha living in the hood? So one of my predictions came true in this episode. Ghost told Tariq that Tommy was the one that killed Angela. And just when I think that Ghost and Tariq was going to have a bonding moment and come closer together, Tariq erases that and shoots himself right back up to number one on the very top of the list of people that got to go. He out his damn mind. You going to co-sign Eminem clapping your pops? I'm hoping it's not as clear as it seems. This got to be some type of strategic move on Tariq's side to actually get the upper hand on Tommy and take him out. He walling out for that. More after the break. If you would like to help support this podcast and its release of routine episodes, please click the link in the bio to make a donation. Thank you. You can also email the podcast at limitlessepod at gmail.com. did a favor for a favor and assisted Proctor's cokehead ex land a job at a private law firm on one condition. She planted a wire in his house. And she agreed. She planted the wire on the child's backpack. In episode one, Ghost went over to Proctor's crib and told him that Tommy was the one that killed Angela. And in this episode, Ghost told Proctor that he killed Tommy. I know Proctor is his lawyer, but Ghost is sharing way too much information and he's not normally that loose with his lips like this. Hopefully that child's backpack won't be close enough to hear anything because every time Ghost goes over to Proctor's crib, he's always confessing and telling him something incriminating. The old dog came straight up out of Councilman Tate this episode, didn't it? He straight up let Ghost know you ain't stopping this train, so either get your stuff together or get off. Not to be outdone, Ghost kindly told him, Now, you already know when Ghost get to talking like that, he got something up under his sleeve. Now, Paz is obviously still shaken up about Angela, so she meets up with Tasha, and Tasha Tasha'd her and made sure that Paz doesn't go to the feds with any information whatsoever. Tasha's right back to her old ways with her gold-digging, backstabbing, disloyal, hypocritical ways. She just gave Tommy the okay to clap Ghost because she want his money. But damn near made Tommy change his mind when he was thinking about getting rid of Keisha because she was having a panic attack because she thought the cops was at the door. Are y'all team Tasha fans okay with this? For real. This is all the reason why I will forever be team Angela Valdez no matter what. I don't care what none of y'all say. You cannot defend that. Clapping the father of your three children. Now two because one of them dead. But clapping the father of your three children because you want his bread? Come on now. James St. Patrick had to take over Councilman Tate's speech and bail him out when things got a little hectic for him. Even told the crowd that he was the one that helped Councilman Tate write a speech for the last 18 hours. That was cold. Now to the BS. Power has got to stop with these broad daylight assassination attempts. They did it last episode when Ghost was about to run up on Tommy outside his building, but the only thing that stopped him besides the broad daylight and all the people walking up and down the New York City block was his son getting out of the car with Tommy. Fast forward to this episode, in broad daylight outside the Club Truth, 
Tommy really think he about to run up on Ghost and shoot him outside of his club where there's got to be multiple cameras recording from every angle imaginable. Not to mention, he is being questioned for killing a federal agent. Shouldn't the FBI be out there watching him? There's no way you're running up on this man in broad daylight without being seen by somebody. Now, the snake financial advisor, Jason, is getting extra bread from Ghost for him not to retaliate for trying to take Tommy out and then getting extra bread from Tommy to supply Tommy with extra men to stop Ghost from killing him. He playing both sides. Let me think what happened to the last person that tried to play both sides against Tommy and Ghost. I'm thinking Milan, three holes in the head. Yeah, that's how they going to do you, Jason. Lala demands that Tommy stay away from Tasha. And if I was Tommy, <laughs> I'd listen. Word to Carmelo. Fast forward. Now we're at Angela's burial. Ghost and Tasha show up together, hand in hand. Paz can't stand the sight of Ghost. And with the look on Ghost's face, it makes me think that he's going to somehow, some way, let Paz know that it was actually Tommy that killed Angela. And he's going to do everything in his power to make Tommy pay for it. Speaking of the devil, in walks Tommy into Angela Valdez's burial like he belongs there. And Tasha just got the biggest smile on her face. The two of them are up to no good and they are really about to get on Ghost's bad side. Why do these fools keep playing games with Ghost at the burial site of his loved ones? First, Dre did it when Raina died. Now Tommy think he could get this off? <laughs> Ghost ain't going for this. Now the DEA wanted to keep the fact that Angela Valdez is dead away from Dre for as long as possible so he wouldn't renege on testifying. <laughs> and they did a horrible job at that because later that night on the news, Dre saw that Angela Valdez is dead and it appears as though he's having second thoughts because he thinks that the Jimenez killed Angela. And that brings me into predictions. I think we've seen the last of Agent Donovan. I think that Dre is going to kill Agent Donovan, grab his daughter, and go on the run because he's afraid that the Jimenez is coming after him next. I think Tariq's homeboy Brayden is going to get caught with the drugs that he gave him, and he's going to give up Tariq's name. But they brought homegirl in for some reason. Maybe she'll take the blame for Tariq. And she'll probably be kicked out of choke. I think that somebody in Tommy's crew is going to be the one to kill him. He doesn't respect him the way he should. In episode one, he took Poncho out in front of everybody. And Roberto wasn't with that. Roberto actually wanted to do Tommy right there. But Grim wasn't about to let it go down like that. Fast forward to this episode. He talking crazy to 2-Bit. And 2-Bit just want to help out. But Tommy ain't giving him that respect. I can see 2-Bit taking out Grim. And then 2-Bit and Roberto getting together to avenge the death of Poncho. Now, the way Ghost handled that situation with Councilman Tate at his speech, he looked really sharp and more prepared than Councilman Tate actually was. Maybe Ghost might actually run for office. Councilman James St. Patrick. I could see that happening. If it does happen, you know where you heard it first. Here on The Limitless Experience with Eric. If you would like to, you can contact the podcast at limitlessepod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Peace out.